chill and vibe Baby girl, keep it real, no lies She said she's 21, I said alright If we gon' be grown and speak your mind I just wanna chill and vibe I just wanna chill and vibe I just wanna chill and vibe What's good, Sippers? We back at you again Today is February 5th, 2020, and we back for another episode. Okay, okay, okay. So I always start the episode saying, baby, <laughs> how was your day? I'm glad it's today, and I can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you can't wait for tomorrow? <laughs> I'm so dumb, so tired, I don't know how to even answer that one. Hey. I'm done. Mm-hmm. My done meter is real doggy. So, yeah. How was your day, sweetie? Oh, man. My day was full of interesting surprises. <laughs> Nonetheless, interesting surprises. Um, I'm a uh, operations lead at my job. And, um, you know, so I give directives. Mm-hmm. To others, right? So I gave a directive to somebody, right? <laughs> and they said, okay, I'm going home. <laughs> well. Well, just go ahead and tell me what you're going to do. I'm you out of here. And he no longer works with us no more. So, hey, <laughs> you know, that's how it happened. That's how my day started this morning. Man, look. I got told, One man down. I got told that I come off as being disrespectful. Well, first of all, I didn't do anything. Oh. That's the funny part. Like, I was the one interrupted during my training. Mm. And I just let them do their thing. Like, you know, I let them come in and interrupt because mm. I know it, the, the nature of things be urgent. And so I just sat back and waited patiently and then they left and they came right back and I stopped mm. and I waited patiently. And then they asked me a question about a document that I couldn't, I cannot answer you about this document off the top of my head. So I don't know what my response was supposed to be other than I'm right off the top of my head. I can't answer you, but I'll, you know. I will let you know. Now, if you want me to do something right now, then you're you should say use your words like say this is urgent. Can you can you take a look and let me know right away? Right. Otherwise, you're just giving me information to look into. Right. And I'm going to act accordingly because first of all, you already know you just interrupted me while I'm training. Right. So, you can't answer, you know, it was, just, it was just very frustrating. And then you turn around and come back to tell me hmm. my personality. I know it's your personality, but, you know, you may want to work on. First of all, why is it me? Why is it? Why can't it be you that's overly sensitive? Well, you know why, baby. Like, I didn't say anything wrong. I was just minding my own business, doing what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. 
And because you didn't get the response that you want, make it make me the problem? Nah. And then I don't even get home from work the damn near 8 o'clock tonight. And you got the audacity to talk to me about some boy. I was like, yep, I can't wait till it's tomorrow. I just want a good old drink. And, and and come here and chill with my my sippers and do this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? With the topic being, hand me my roses now, I'm just trying to give it all I got. You feel me? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Hand me our roses now. That's what we trying to do. That's the That's the topic tonight. And why do you want this to be? What? Well, how did this come about? What made you want to think about this? Well, quiet your confidence. He done lost his. He done lost it, y'all. <laughs> no, I didn't lose it. Part of this became about. about <laughs> thank you, baby. I appreciate you <laughs> helping your boy out. I'm all choked up right now. But serious talk. So why this became a topic? You know, everybody would like to talk about Kobe. Right? Mm-hmm. And I get it. But in my own personal life, I've lost two people in my family. I lost two people in my family since January 1st. Mm, yeah. So this month just ended. We in the fifth day of February. So this weekend that just passed, I just buried... Somebody very close to me. And I went to, I was happy and sad at the same time. I'm happy that, the, you know, they lived 97 years. Right. So I was happy in the sense that, you know, they lived a full life. I was happy in the sense that before they was, before they passed, like a two or three weeks before they passed, I was able to spend a little time with them. And not mm-hmm. only that. They knew who I was. Right. You. It's the little thing. They knew who I was. When I came in the door, they knew me. That's a wonderful feeling. You know, in 97 years of living, they ran across a whole lot of people. Absolutely. In this in this uh, time and, and before, several times over. Right. So, it got me to thinking, like, man, we need to start handing roses out. Right. Why are they living? Absolutely. Why wait to say, to hold, to pledge, to apologize mm-hmm. to somebody yeah. when they are gone? They can't receive it. Right. They can't respond to it, good or bad. You know, people need to make amends. You know what I'm saying? Like, Parents shunning away their children or children not, you know, connecting with uh, their parents mm-hmm. or, or just loved ones or friends. Go ahead and just, you know, is it really that detrimental, whatever your, the reasoning why, behind why you decided to cut, cut, cut it out? Now, granted, some people are toxic. Absolutely. Which was the topic last week. You know, and it will behoove you to get the hell away 
skedaddle on up away from them, whether it's your mama or no, your daddy. You know, a lot of people don't think their mom or their dad could be toxic to their relationship, to their life. Yes, they can. They don't think so because that's your mom and daddy. Right. They still your mom and daddy and mm-hmm. you will honor and respect them biblically. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I would be honoring and respecting you from afar mm-hmm. because there's no good that come, you know, now granted, like I said, I'll check in, but I'm going to be checking out, you know, especially if you have proven to be toxic. You know, there's people that's had drug addictions and things like that, or just all kind of reasoning, you know, that mama didn't want you, but they made her have you type kind of thing. Who knows? And so she gave you to the grandmama anyway. So, and every time you did try to go to your mama, you know, she would leave you for days or going on, you know, she'd just be in and out your life as with fathers in and out your life. So in that situation, it's not that you, you know, you don't want to be there, but they haven't put you in an environment where they've made you, they've helped you in any kind of way. If anything, they've taught you, they've they've basically taught you about abandonment. Now you got abandonment issues. You got, you may have your own, you know, mental issues because of that. Right. That's toxic. Absolutely. You know? And and you don't know how to treat people. You don't know how to receive love because, you know, you weren't a part of that environment. So, yes, absolutely. Your mm-hmm. mama or your daddy could be, be toxic. But I would definitely say you need to go and don't, get counseling. Don't be seek, disrespectful. Right. Seek counseling mm-hmm. so that you can at the very least get that to the surface. Because, again, you don't want to have... Those deeply rooted issues because of mama and or daddy, you know, issues, and you you tr- you take that into your life, your on your journey, and you, and which prevents you from giving people their roses now. Right. So, let me tell you a little something about me. I'm gonna get personal with the listeners. So. I was the type of fellow who um, lived in the, you know, like a biodome. I lived for me. You know what I'm saying? And everything around me is what was important. So if you, if I dealt with you on a day-to-day, on a daily basis, if you was in my immediate circle, that doesn't mean... If I, for example, if I live in a city and I deal with these same people in this city, uh-huh. that was what important. My family who lived in the next state, the next, you know, city over, that wasn't important to me. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't checking for them like that. I wasn't, you know, reaching out and doing the things that I need to do. Uh-huh. So for me, it was like, for me, it was like, if I. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. And so what that did was, being out of sight, out of mind, what that did was that created a culture, not just for me, but it created a culture for my 
daughters, right? Mm-hmm. To create, to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, to be the same type of person that I was, which wasn't good. And the reason why I'm saying that, because when me and their mother didn't mesh well anymore, right? And I decided to move on and step outside of that relationship, the children lived with them. And they treated me like I treated everybody else because I didn't live with them. And I didn't live in the same city as they live. I only live our away. Right? Mm-hmm. But I created this monster. I created this disconnect because I felt like the only thing that was important to me what was was going on around me. Right. So it hurts not being able to talk to your peoples, not being able to share life experiences with your loved ones the way it needs to be shared. Not being able to, if you're not happy enough to be able to pick the phone and call you, your daughter, your mother, your wife, whoever it may be, not being able to call these people and say, hey, man, I love you. Right. Because all you're going to get is a dial tone. Or you're going to get that uh, call service, you know, answering service saying that, hey, uh, they're not answering the phone. And they may or may not return your phone call back. And it ain't that they don't love you because obviously they may love you. But this is who they are. They are creatures of habit. And guess who fed that creature of habit? You, as long as you're being accountable for your role, you know, it's, it's but like I was saying earlier too. What I didn't do, we can't, you can't not continue to hold me in a place from the past. Right. Because here I, if, if we're trying to change the narrative, you know, look, first of all, I've been, I've, I've accepted my role and whatever being the dismantlement and so forth. Mm-hmm. However, you know, let's, if you're willing to work with me. I mean, because if it's not completely destroyed, you could fix some things, you know. But the the issue with fixing things is everybody needs to be on one accord. Right. You know, they everybody needs to have the desire. And the thing is, see, the, the funny thing about all of this is how it, how karma works. Now, see, they may, they're, they're, they're on this cycle you know, that you may have created. But then what's going to happen is they're going to go through life and then they're going to finally have that aha moment. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to see that this is what dad was trying to do or this is what that person or that other, you know what I'm saying, whomever was trying to do or, you know, I need to, then they start having their own self moment you know what i'm saying right so it's like everybody everybody's movement is going to be different you know when it when it when it really hit them and but until they do you cannot continue to you know beat yourself not you i'm just saying you can't be keep beating yourself You've already accepted the, what you need to, you know, what you did, right. which means now you know how do you do it better or do something different moving forward. And that's how you change the narrative. But you got to keep living 
in order to see a right. change. That's all, you know what I'm saying? Because too often people get caught up in in what they didn't do yeah. and they start blaming themselves and they just, you know, and then they just get caught up in now they're trying to do all these things to try to make it better when you just got to let things be. You know, you can only pray that you have the capacity and the compassion to hear and listen and be account- be there for the person when the change or the aha moment, as you say, mm-hmm. happens, right? All right. But it don't stop the hurt. No. It don't stop how you felt if it's three days or 20 years down the line. Right. It ain't going to stop the pain that you felt when you are, are going through that particular motion. Right. So. Absolutely. You can have the pain, but. How long will you allow the pain to consume you is because when while you're putting energy into the uh, allowing the consumption, you're taking away the energy that you could be putting into betterment. Because you're putting all the thoughts in, into the woulda, coulda, shoulda that you, you then start missing Handing your roses accordingly, cause somebody you, cause you you so fixated in one area that now that's where your energy is at. Instead of being open to receive and being in a place of understanding on that, I know where I was, I know where I am, and I where know where I would like to be, and just allowing yourself accordingly. Because, like I say. You don't want to miss out on giving your roses to the places that those roses need to be. Absolutely, man. So, just to, to put it all in perspective for me, man. You know, I was I was with, uh, like I said, I had two funerals. And I was able to speak to one and not speak to the other. But at the end of the day, like, I feel accomplished like I I did all I could do I felt like saying what I had to say and getting it off my chest did me some justice did me some healing you know what I mean it's been other situations like growing up I'm, I'm, I'm growing up where I did people wrong right this is the opportunity right mm-hmm. I'm living now this is my opportunity to go back to those people that I did wrong if I have this opportunity to at least apologize for the fuckery. Because yeah, I you, wasn't especially always... Especially when you intentionally... And I intentionally that, was a part of the fuckery. Now, the, the, I lived for that fuckery. The you unintentionally... Mm-hmm. The unintentional is, is a little sketchy, you know? Mm-hmm. But the things that you know for a bona fide fact that you did... Make right with it. And then, you know, or at least attempt to make right with it. And after that, I mean, and oh, deuces. That's all you can do. Like, I mean, I was telling a story earlier about how many girls that I stepped on to get where I was today, where I am today. Like, 
how many girls have I stepped on to get where I am today? So part of my healing is I called, text, or if I had a way to get a hold of them, mm-hmm. I apologize. Good for you. I apologize because at the end of the day, it was like, I didn't want that on my conscience. I wanted to be able to, I wanted to be able to, um, oh my God. Woo, she's technical difficulties. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I wanted to be able to. It's usually him. Right. <laughs> I wanted to be able to say, you know what? I, I, you know, I apologize. I did everything I could do. Um, and I'm at peace with me, right? Right. I'm at peace with me because I did things I could. See, that helps me change the narrative within me. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I don't know about you, baby. Have you ever been in a situation where you were with the fuckery? I was always with the fuckery, <laughs> but I did it. Judiciously? Yes. In class? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was it was just more like, hey, um, you with this, you with these shits or no? <laughs> that was me. It was, I don't know. I was like the high maintenance kind. So, well, we already know about that. We've talked about that many times. I didn't care. Like my care level was. Mm. Mm. It's like you is or you ain't. But that was was it. So so in your now. I wasn't apologizing. So in your now. They knew what they was getting. Oh, okay. So in your now, it's like, do you care still? They will say, now I just do things. I I have more of a conscience. Oh, you do? I do have a conscience. So I try to make sure that at the very least, you know. I, I'm deliberate about the things that I do now. That's probably the biggest of my now versus the before. You know, I'm more um, in tune with myself. I know what makes me happy. Um, you know, and and so I, I just I'm intentional and I'm deliberate. So if I if I did something or I said something. Uh, you know, it's probably 80% that I meant what I said. Now, I probably didn't mean it how it came out, per se, <laughs> but I said what I said. You said what you said. The I, end. That's it? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. So, I'm just saying. So, now, since we got our personal feelings out the way. You don't have to <laughs> So we got <laughs> we got the personal feelings out of the way. Um, let's talk about Kobe. Let's talk about Kobe. I don't want to talk about Kobe because well, it's too sensitive. It ain't that it's too sensitive. It's a, a real see. You talking about the death? I'm talking about the message. The message he tried to send the world. Right? I don't. It's, but I didn't follow him. You don't have. Listen. I don't know what he said. But I do. Talk about it then, because I don't know what he said. I just know it's just him being of the human race was sad. Him mm-hmm. and not just him, but his daughter 
and all of the passengers of that aircraft. Um, absolutely. So his message was very, very clear. He was like, if you have a talent, it may not be basketball because he was with basketball. He said, give it your all. Mm. He said, seize the day. Like my tattoo. Right. Like seize the day because tomorrow is not promised. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and that was the main reason why I actually have this tattoo. Mm. Carpe diem. Oh, okay. That's cause, not because of him, but because that's a message that I tell myself, remind myself is to seize the day. Right. That's what Carpe Diem is. That's really his message. You know, he played basketball that way. And he illustrated his life after basketball that way. Even though a lot of people didn't know what he was doing. Because mm-hmm. he was very strategic in how he moved. Hmm. But in truth, he was doing exactly what he was talking about. He lived the life exactly how he was talking about. You know, it's sad that you know his his daughter died, right? But in truth, it's more sad that they made it all about Kobe, right? When it was eight other people, right? Who Thank has you. loved ones, right? Who are important to somebody else, yeah, yeah. That should have been not saying they didn't. Yeah, but you know, they just the whole thing just stimulates them to be around him and so it, but it it made people wake for even the 24 hours, you know, cuz you know people got short term, all right? It, but it allowed for everybody to just be in a moment of gratefulness for what they have and and you know, so right, but in the wake of this, like, a lot of things get lost in the shuffle. Like, don't you even, I mean, you probably didn't know this, but Chris Dolman, a Hall of Fame defensive end who played for the Minnesota Vikings, died two days before him and didn't even get mentioned. He's a Hall of Famer. Mm. Now, don't know. Don't follow sports. Sorry, but, but no, and I'm and I'm sorry for anybody who passed away. I get it. Right. I'm sorry for anybody who passed away, but just the significance of where people where people at as far as, as life, man. We have to cherish life as it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's why we saying hand me my roses now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you done well. I done well. You done well. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, you know. And and this this fine dinner you prepared tonight. Oh, we didn't talk about what I keep. Ooh, I don't know what he made, but all I do know is that it was delicious. And I'm here for it all. Especially considering that I got home late and that dinner was ready. That babe, see, this is me giving my roses now, showing my appreciation. I love you, baby. I'm just saying. Oh, I just said that for everybody to hear. 
Well, everybody know we a couple. I hope they know. If they don't know, they're going to know today. And <laughs> you're going to learn to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, moving along, you know, we talked about a few things, right? And this kind of leads, last week kind of leads into this week, right? Okay. You know, we talked about toxic relationships, toxic people, and different things. So, as we're talking about giving people their roses now, Mm-hmm. We can always give them the I'm I'm sorry's now, right? Like we talked earlier, right? Okay. So just because you're in a toxic relationship and you leave doesn't mean you can't love them from afar, right? And still give them the respect. If it's toxic, I'm done with your ass. Well. I in got, a relationship, nah. I got what you're saying, but if they, <laughs> what I'm saying to you is, I ain't got no, if, if they pass on, right? Okay. If they pass on, was the doneness so? I mean, depending on how great, long our relationship was, that so know, great we, where we you didn't. couldn't say, you know what, man, I'm gonna go to your friend room because. We did share a life together at some point, at a moment. It depends on the level of uh, that relationship, uh, on the level of disrespect. I'm just, no, no. I'm just saying, like the level of the relationship. Being in a relationship don't mean, you know, I might just because I've been with you a year, it don't mean I'm gonna go to your funeral. Right. I, you know, I used to have sex with a girl a year, and I still don't remember who she was. Twenty years later, I may have forgot who she was. You know, I, I feel it. I mean, and not not only that, if I didn't keep up, keep in contact with you, uh, <laughs> chances are I'm probably not going to go. I'm not even going to know you passed on. It depends on how important you were. I mean, but for me, I haven't had a lot of toxic relationships. Um, That's good, man. Uh, at least, I well, I did have a couple. Um Unfortunately, one of the persons passed on, and uh, that was toxic for me. Uh, but they they did pass, and I did attend that funeral uh, for many many reasons, not just the love, but it was child's father's father, my child. So I I did attend that. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace for him. And then you know uh, the other person. Is in prison, <laughs> so you know it's just like so. I've been in a few, but it wasn't. I was young mm-hmm. I'm, when those when I was involved in those toxic. I mean, didn't really have no business dating. You know what I mean? Caught up in that. So, but it was just being young and dumb. You know what I'm saying? So I've been in a toxic relationship, but passing on, there would be a few people that you know that I've. Well, hell, every ex I've been, I, I have, any ex that I have, we actually cool. So I would probably would, and I know how to get in touch with them. And, you know, we they were significant enough that I actually have contact with certain people, family members and close friends and stuff. So somebody would tell me if I didn't know right straight away about their, their if they were to pass. So... That's the beauty of it all, as right. far as relationships, intimate relationships with somebody, but just relationships, friendships as a whole. 
Um, I I keep that circle. I keep the you know keep them close. Close, you know, one way or the other, whether they're local or they're out of state. I have means to reach even my out of state friends because I don't like I don't use the word friends very loosely. So for me, that's a big thing. All right. Well, here is the quote of the week. Quote it on Follow your soul. It knows the way. Absolutely. Follow your soul. It knows the way. So, as I said this quote to you, baby, what came to mind? What your What was your first thought? Well, if that person don't deserve those flowers... Don't give it to him. Oh, well, you went in a hole. But if you are moved, don't just be trying, you know, don't, you ain't going to get in heaven just because you gave flowers. You have to be pure. You have to be intentional. You have to, you know, be doing it from a genuine place. And the flowers, obviously, are figuratively, everyone, you know. The flowers is just, maybe it's just investing time, giving the time the person need, saying the I'm sorry, giving the hugs, you know, making the phone call, taking that drive over, taking that plate of food, mm. you know, some, some type of action needs to take place. And that's ultimately what the, you know, or just like I say, go and just sit with the person and be quiet. Just be there. Check on them. You know, they may not be here locally, but you can make a phone call. They have all these technology where you can do video messages and, you know, things can keep you in contact with someone. And it ain't have, it don't have to be every day. But if you feel it in your spirit, do it now. Right. So for me, follow your soul in those way. It had a layer of meanings. For my first thought, it was... You know, take that time not to use your head, but feel. Trust the energy around you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's where it went for me. That instead of going into a situation headstrong, use your heart. Use the embodiment of of your energy in order to create for yourself and for others, right? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I asked a person the other day and I'm gonna ask you, baby. Um when you meant when we mentioned that word create, mm -hmm. what does that what comes to mind when you mention that word create? Making something happen. Mm. For me, creation is the divine thought process that it takes to create, to grow. Could be together, could be apart. But you create magic, you create the aura, you create the energy, you create the relationship, you create the words, the thoughts. Or whatnot. You okay. know what I mean? All right. What? I got a little deep. I'm sorry. Baby. Uh. <laughs> 
She had this look on her face like, what if you move on? No, do your thing. This, you, you, you had this. This was you've been waiting for this. This one is yours. No, I let you know. I'm not necessarily waiting for it, man. I just I experienced life this this weekend, last weekend. That just I experienced life like no other. You know, everybody loses somebody, right? But do you? Feel like you've said everything you need to say to that person. You know what I mean? You feel like you um, did everything you needed to do, man. There's a lot of people out there that I personally got to reach out to. I'm not done. I'm not whole. It's a lot of work within me that I need to do. There's a lot of people that I need to reach out to. There's a lot of work with. But before you start reaching out to people, you need to get yourself whole. That that's because no matter what you do to anybody on the outside, if you don't have yourself together on the inside, then you, because nobody else should make you whole. Well, it ain't that they nobody else should make me whole. I I totally agree with that statement, but I still feel that I'm not complete. Not that they make me whole, that I'm not complete. At least without the answers that answers to the questions that needed to be answered. You know, it ain't. I mean, because the answers that I potentially could get in these situations, right, Mm -hmm. helps me along my journey to be whole. Not that they make me whole, but you know, your mind is a computer, right? It computes some things. It ciphers knowledge the way you need to see it or not see it. Sometimes it can be the best part of your judgment or it can hinder your judgment. Right. I just, you know, I just don't rely on other people to essentially make me whole. And But at the same time, I know that when I'm going through what I need to go through, you know, then I'm going to be, I'm usually, I'll go, you know, be around people and, you know, things like that. But getting myself to be in a whole position requires me to go into some deep inner, inner shit. And I really need to go and, well, I, and I like going to the beach, you know, so I just go, just go to the beach and just, you know, just kind of just really get in tune with myself and recalibrate because now when I go out to talk to the per to the person or people, I have a much more rejuvenated mentality. You know, I'm recharged. I'm open to receive things that I should be in alignment with. I'm not forcing it to be any kind of way. Everything flows easily and effortlessly and, and abundantly and and, and 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 favorably for the most part. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, you know, I, for me, I I rather I rather work on my inside and inner inner me before I go trying to hand my roses out to somebody else because there may be legitimate reasons why I need to be disassociated from that person. I don't wish them no ill feelings or nothing like that, but it's there's the end 
We don't out we don't need to go and do nothing else. We we good. And long as they don't make it no issue, then we good. Where we at? Right here at this level. But then there are other people that they're worth going that extra step for. And that's and how do you make that determination? Well, first of all, you get yourself recalibrated. Like we always talk about. You get yourself calibrated, right? Right. And then you become aligned where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. I totally agree. This is um, the difference between baby and Buddha. Mm-hmm. You know, she's more of a self-aware person. I'm getting on that level. Yeah, it takes time. But at the same time, I I deal with things differently than she does. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to necessarily say that I'm wrong. No. But what I will say, because we're adults... I'm going to listen to you, take some of the things that you've brought to the table, mm-hmm. and try applying my life. Right. I mean, you know, See being in works. a relationship, you know, you, you pick up things from each other. Right. And not everybody is always at the same level in their journey, you know. And and that's okay. And it's it's okay, you know, when you, you know that you're growing together when you can, you know, bounce things back and forth with each other. And that's part, that's also giving each other your roses now. Like if you care about a person, you love them enough, then you want to see them grow. Whether they grow with you or grow apart, like you said, creating the magic you know, because when you see that person that you're no longer with and they're actually really happy and you, you never know, they may actually tell you, thank you. I know we couldn't work it out, but I really appreciate that what you in you impacted me, you instilled in me this, this, this or whatever. And it really pushed me to be a better person. You always believed in me and, you know, and now I get it, you know. I mean, you might want them to be the person you share it with, but it's like, uh, okay, you know, cool. But so, again, like I said earlier, I've I've been in my purpose for a while now, so I'm happy if I impact just the one person, you know, or the two persons or whatever, you know. So that's so if, it, if it's with my own mate, that's even better, you know, to that's real. giving you your flowers, your mm. roses, your roses. Because men can get roses too. Absolutely. But, so, you got something coming up, right? Yes. February 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> a brunch, a Valentine's Brunch and Bubbly, which is the All About Ladies uh, Woman Empowerment Group that I have. Mm-hmm. We will be having our Brunch and Bubbly uh, here in Orlando um, from 11 to 2 on Saturday, February 22nd. It, tickets are selling today until I think midnight. Um, there's a flash sale uh, where you can get a discount if you use the code BABY, B-A-B-I. It is only today. And what's today? February the 5th of 2020. So the ticket um, discount will not be available after midnight tonight. So if anybody get this message, you probably catch it later. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, but there was a flash sale that will take place on today for the event. And then you have an event. Absolutely. Later on that evening, after you 
after the ladies have their brunch and cock, and their brunch and bubbly, mm-hmm. you can send your husband, significant other, boyfriend, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Has to be a man, right? Best yeah. friend to cigars and cognac if they're into that type of thing, where uh, men get together and talk about men issues as we know it. And that's it. You know, they call it church. <laughs> church is in session. You're right. So it's a judgment-free zone where guys can actually let it out, man. Because if you hold stuff in, it can potentially burst mm. yeah. on the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So other than that, um, that's all we got. Babe, mm-hmm. what's the hashtag for the week? I Roses. Since we got Valentine's coming up. Oh, roses. Ooh, 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 ooh. Man, we think alike because I was like, roses smell like boo-boo. (laughs) (laughs) In my mind. I was like, roses smell like boo-boo. And she just came out, ooh, 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 ooh. (laughs) (laughs) So, roses, hashtag roses. That's going to be the hashtag for this week. I have to let all the platforms be made aware of that because... Baby is so tired, y'all. She's so tired. You know, and I've been sipping. I've been sipping. Right, right, right. (laughs) So I'm sorry if I don't sound as woo as I normally be geeked up. Furthermore, this was not the topic to be geeked up. Right. I mean, it was a very emotional topic for me because, you know, obviously I had some situations, personal situations going on with my family. Mm -hmm. And, um... I just felt the need to express what needed to be expressed. And that's it. Right, because somebody could be having that same understanding and you know they'll be able to they may be able to hit you up and you always are able to hit us up in our inbox. You can also go to www.buddhaandbaby.com and um you can subscribe to uh, to our newsletter. So that we'll be able to forward you. You'll be in the loop on any events and so forth. And when we have our uh, different shows and, you know, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, we're going to be having that page. We're going to be making it much more active over the next few months where we have videos and different things, you know, going on. So make yourself very familiar. If you need to reach out to us, Buddha and Baby uh, at gmail.com. That's our email address. If you need to make a phone call and you want to leave us a message, you can reach us at 407-907-3766. It is a local number here in Orlando, um, but you're more than welcome to send us a message and we'll be able to get your message and or get your email and your, for your questions or your topics. And hey, we'll let you know. That way you can tune in because it might be all about you. Right, 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 right. Okay. That's it. What you got? I got nothing. Okay. See y'all.